is a flat circle. Everything we do, everything we have done, everything we will ever do, we do it over and over and over again forever. Or do we? everybody i'm kelly i am self-proclaimed armchair detective self-proclaimed armchair psychologist one hell of a tarot card reader and your host for the flat circle podcast every parent's worst nightmare is a missing child and if you aren't the parent whose child is missing then your heart goes out to the parent whose child is. Imagine being a parent of an independent 17-year-old young woman who is working hard to make something of herself. Now, typically, even though you worry about her in the back of your mind, you know you raised her to be strong and you feel that she can handle herself because she's independent. She's bright and resilient. But then one day, She disappears without a trace. In today's episode, I am going to discuss the missing person case of 17-year-old Vermont teenager Brianna Maitland, who went missing on the night of March 19th, 2004. Brianna Maitland was a happy and bright teenager for the most part. She moved from her parents' farm at the age of 16 to various friends' and boyfriends' houses, attending the school that her friends went to, which was like 15 miles away from her hometown. However, that inconsistent lifestyle became really hard for her to sustain, and a year later, Brianna decided to drop out of high school. It was said that she dabbled in drugs a bit and was on the edge of being involved with the wrong crowd, so to speak. However, she got herself together. She completed a test to get her GED while working two jobs, one of which was at the Black Lantern Inn. She even spoke about attending college part-time after getting her GED. On Friday, March 19, 2004, the afternoon before her final shift at the Black Lantern Inn, Brianna had a shopping and lunch date with her mom, Kelly. Now, Brianna's mom noted that there was a moment on the shopping trip in the checkout line where something caught Brianna's eye. So she told Kelly that she'd be right back, and then she disappeared around the corner. Kelly finished checking out and then walked out to the car Brianna seemed shaken and agitated. So Kelly noted the change in her daughter, but didn't want to pry. So the ride back to the apartment was silent, a little uncomfortable. There was some polite conversation. The rumor is that Brianna had spoken to someone that afternoon and that person had warned her not to go to work that night. Unfortunately, as far as I know, That's just a rumor. I couldn't find anything corroborating that. Now, after lunch, Kelly drove Brianna back to the apartment that she shared with roommate Jillian Stout. Just before leaving for her shift, Brianna left a note for Jillian, letting her know that she would be home after work. Now, I want to point something out here because Jillian Stout had a pre-planned romantic 
weekend with her boyfriend. And Brianna knew that. So why did she write the note knowing that Jillian wouldn't be home to see it? Not for an entire weekend. Do you think maybe because Brianna Maitland wanted evidence left behind in case of her disappearance? So let's go back to that evening at the Black Lantern Inn. Okay, so she finished her shift and her co-workers were like, Brianna, stay, have dinner with us. But she waved him off. She stated that she felt tired, she had a headache, and she was unable to stay out because she had to work her second job bright and early in the morning. So at approximately 11.02 p.m., Brianna clocked out of her shift at the Black Lantern Inn, walked to her ride, the green 1985 Oldsmobile, and drove off into the night, never to be seen or heard from again. A few days later, that same 1985 Oldsmobile was found only one mile from the Black Lantern Inn. The car was parked in an awkward position, backed into a barn. Unlit cigarettes, a purse, a couple of uncashed paychecks, and other contents were found on the floor of the car. State troopers assumed that it was a drunk driver who had hit the barn and then stumbled away from the scene. It wasn't until two days after the car was found that it was connected with Brianna's disappearance. Because you see, Jillian Stout returned home from the weekend plans with her boyfriend and she found the note on the counter. And so then when Brianna didn't come home on Monday, Jillian promptly called Kelly and reported her findings. It was then that Kelly called the police to report Brianna Maitland missing. So Kelly and Jillian, they went out on a search. They called all of Brianna's friends, but no one had seen her since the night she clocked out of her shift at the Black Lantern Inn. At that point, Brianna's family began receiving anonymous phone calls from people claiming to know where she went. One caller reported that she was being held captive by two drug dealers in a nearby town. Police investigated the men who were mentioned, but came up empty. Charges were never pressed. Some callers declared that she was tied to a tree in the middle of the woods, while others claimed that she was now floating at the bottom of the lake. However, all of those leads were checked out and none of them ended up being credible. Serial killer and serial rapist Israel Keys was actually also listed as a potential suspect since. During that time, he was raping and killing in the Vermont and the New York areas. However, he too was cleared of any involvement. Now, the most investigated lead is that Brianna got into a fight with another girl over a boy at a recent party that she had attended. Brianna pressed charges against this other girl. Because she came away from the fight with like a concussion and a broken nose. It was a whole thing. However, the charges were dropped three weeks after her disappearance, and the friend that she fought that night was cleared of any suspicion of involvement. Hmm. Now, the other running theory on the case is that Brianna somehow met the same demise as Maura Murray, 
since Maura went missing one month before Brianna and only two towns away. They were like 90 minutes away from one another. However, the FBI, which who was heavily involved in Maura Murray's disappearance, was unable to find any link between the two cases. So that was another lead that went cold. Another theorist believes that Brianna was taken and sold into sex slavery, a similar theory that true crime aficionados have said about Maura Murray. It's possible that both women were taken into sex slavery and sold. You know what? It's crazy that we even have to like have this as a possibility, but we can't hide from the dark side of humanity, right? So let's talk about what I think is an interesting lead. The very next night, so this is like 24 hours of people noticing this weird-ass green uh, Oldsmobile crash into a barn, right? No one stops. No one stops except for Brianna Maitland's ex-boyfriend by the name of James Robitaille. Now, he has some very inconsistent stories about why he was driving past the old Dutch barn, but said that he stopped and saw that the lights were on inside of the vehicles and the car doors were open. So, of course, you know, he was doing the neighborly thing. He turned the lights off, he closed the doors, and then he booked it because he was drinking and driving and scared as hell that he would get caught. But notice how he had zero concern for his ex-girlfriend, at least not above saving his own skin, while also trying to find a credible way to explain why his fingerprints and DNA are all over the car, likely. My bet is that James Robitaille is not as innocent as he seems and he knows something, because that whole situation, in my humble opinion, is too suspect to be coincidental. I also want to mention that two photographer hikers later on, uh, the ones who notified the police. Now, they mentioned a broken necklace. Crime scene photos also later revealed some scuffing prints in the dirt. So it made it look like a struggle took place. And that means like somebody was actually dragging Brianna from the vehicle and she put up a fight. Because they think that they actually dragged her into another vehicle because on that same scene, a second set of tire tracks were also seen in the crime photos. Now, sadly, what happened to Brianna Maitland on that chilly March night for now remains a mystery. Her family, friends to this day have gone on with their lives, but without any closure. If you have any information about the location of Brianna Maitland, please don't hesitate to tell someone. In fact, by texting the word B tips to 274-637 or by calling the toll-free tip line offered or operated by Private Investigations for the Missing, 1-866-331-6660. Reach out, you guys. I love hearing from you. You can hit me up on social media at Flat Circle Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram, or send an email to flatcirclepodcast1 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I am so grateful for you all. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I hope that you join me for future episodes. Until next time, stay kind, stay curious, and always question the world around you. 